you know how often identity theft occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host, Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast is a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Picture this. You are sitting in a cozy living room. The lights are dim. Your favorite tea or beverage in hand. And suddenly, you receive a notification on your phone. Your heart sinks as you read the words. Suspicious logging attempt. This is the digital boogeyman we all fear. Cyber insecurity knocking at your door. But what if, listen, what if instead of panic, you felt prepared, empowered, and calm. That's not just a dream. It's a super power called cyber self-defense. And it's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So welcome back to Cyber Mindful. So whether you are managing a household, a classroom, a business, or an employee, or use just your personal digital world. Today's episode is dedicated to turning that unease into confidence. No jargon, no complexity, just clear, manageable steps to help you and your loved ones stay secure in the ever-changing cyber world. So let's start at square one. Cyber threats, I know science fiction, they are real. As the phone or device that you are using right now, you're holding it in your hand to listen to your podcast. Maybe you're walking right now, or you're driving your car, or you're listening while you're working out. No matter what you are doing, I want you to know I am so proud of you for listening. Because here's the good news. You don't need to be a tech guru to understand common threats. Think of today's episode as your personal cyber safety crash course, tailored for real life, real people, and real peace of mind. Now, we're going to be from phishing scams that lure you with deceptive emails to the more sinister 
ransomware that holds your data hostage. These digital predators prey on uncertainty and fear. But when you are armed with a little knowledge and the right tools, let me tell you, you can turn your home or your small business as your cyber fortress while still enjoying the wonders of the internet. So are you ready? Let's start with what is cyber self-defense to begin with, Sandra? Well, the term cyber self-defense echoes the principles of traditional self-defense. You know, I, I remember a time in my life when I practiced Taekwondo, <laughs> Krav Maga, and even boxing and kickboxing. And I love the adrenaline adrenaline of those practices. I mean, have you ever done any sports like that or any physical like workout? Yeah, that's of course the physical part, but we are not talking about physically defending ourselves. What we're talking about cyber self-defense pertains to our digital life. It focuses on proactive strategies that you and me, regular people, or even companies, it doesn't matter if it's a very large company or corporation or a small organization. We all can employ these practices to defend ourselves from potential online threats even before they occur. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. How this differs from traditional online security methods. Well, traditional online security methods often focus on responding to threats after they happen. They've happened. So they revolve around creating barriers like like a firewall and you might have heard that word before or antivirus software have you heard of that one you know to keep malicious viruses and malware out well these methods are indispensable they are often reactive so cyber self-defense on the other hand takes a proactive stance. It empowers you to recognize potential threats so that you can avoid them. So how do we do this, Sandra? One way to, that we can do this is by educating ourselves and learning the latest ways cyber monsters prey on us. Because once, once we know we can activate our inner cyber tools to prevent becoming victims. Now, I'm going to share with you three recent cases that have happened in, in my world that I think is going to be so important for you to just, just anchor these examples as things that can happen to anyone. So number one, we're going to be talking about a phishing scheme that target job seekers. So 
If you are someone that is actively looking for a job or you know someone that is looking for a job, listen to me. Cyber criminals have been targeting job seekers with sophisticated phishing attacks. Let me tell you more about how this works. So they are sending fake offers via email. You know, they start that conversation and, and once they, they, they might look like, like they are from a legitimate and well-known corporation and they might even do an interview. I mean, I've seen it many different cases and many different degrees. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. Now, when the job seeker submits their personal details, I mean, of course, you you know, you have your cyber, your social security information. You may provide your banking information because, of course, you're going to have to set up direct deposit. That is the moment where they, instead of getting that job, they fall victim to identity theft and financial fraud. This is critical as many people seeking jobs may feel desperate. And, and when they re receive these fake offers that steal their information, the emotional damages is devastating. So again, I, I encourage you that if you or someone you know is searching for a job, that I invite you to share this episode and make them aware of these type of scams so that they can activate their inner cyber tools and avoid becoming a victim. There's an amazing feeling, I gotta tell you, that we all can have when we help, listen to me, when we help somebody else and avoid for that person to become a victim. I mean, that's a feeling I get to feel every day when I work with people, whether I am, when I'm speaking, whether I am, you know, doing it with this podcast and I get a lot of messages saying how impactful or how I prevented, you know, going into a situation or, you know, I got a text message or an email and because I listened to the podcast, I was able to react differently or you know in our social media at way to protect we share a ton of free resources we share a lot of things about how you can protect yourself your family and your business and when i get these messages about somebody that you know they were impacted directly or they were able to impact somebody else with in a good way because they were not hack or we're not victims it makes me feel so so happy and and it makes the work that we do and my team who's an amazing team that is always creating you know finding great ideas how we can how how we can influence you how we can empower you and i'm i gotta tell you i'm super deeply grateful for each person in my team and for each person that i get to work with and make my dream to empower you a reality. Empower you to take charge of your cyber safety. So I just invite you to have that feeling for yourself. Sharing, 
sharing our content, sharing the information, because when you do that, you can make the difference in somebody else's cyber life. And that is powerful. Okay? Now, number two. This happened recently. It's, it's a very alarming case because it involves uh, an 11-year-old girl. And many news outlets reported that this girl was playing with an adult man through an online game platform that you might know, your kids might use it if you have kids, it's Roblox. There are so many other platforms online where this could happen. Now, typically, impersonators can gain children's and teens' trust and then lure them away from home. And that is what happened in this situation. So the girl was kidnapped. And, and you can follow the, the, the case again. It's many different media outlets. But the thing is, this situation underscores and emphasizes the, the potential dangers in, you know, do you think your, your kid is just playing a, a, a game with a friend? And the thing is, it might not be the case. So that is why it's critical that reinforce and that we, we make our digital education or our digital interaction with our children, with teenagers, so much stronger. So let me ask you, if you have kids, are you familiar with the kind of games they are playing? Have you ever or lately had a conversation with them about the topic? You know, how can you be sure they are speaking with a kid or a teenager or someone their age and not an impersonator. You know, this is why it's so important. And I, I know that it's not you because you're here, you're listening, and you are cultivating a mindset that is so different from many other people that don't even know what's going on. I'm not even aware. So you you, my friend, you are here and you are taking your steps to protect your family. So again, super proud of you. Now, what is the third case I want to talk about? This one is very interesting. It happened also recently and it has happened in different ways. So this is an infected USB that is being mailed. You, yes, you heard me. My, imagine you go to your mailbox, you open your mailbox, you get an envelope, and somebody has mailed you a USB drive as part of a promotion. And they say, when you open it, you will have a gift card or a special price. So, of course, curiosity, right? You get the USB drive, you put it into your computer, and boom! is automatically installed, compromising now your personal information and your security. So it's, this kind of attack is known as a USB drop. And praise on, on what? Guess what? Of course, praise in our curiosity. And, you know, it's mail. It's not a computer. So I might, I might trust if someone sent me a, a package and it's pretty 
course, I know it's not you. <laughs> you don't, you won't do that because you are very intentional. You're very aware and you're very mindful. And you know that cyber monster will play with our emotions. But teach someone else in your family so they can be protected too. Share it because sharing is caring. Remember that. Now, you might be thinking, okay, Sandra, you gave me three situations. Now what? What can I do? You gave me three different scenarios or three different stories that are real stories happening right now. So consider this segment in, in our podcast, how we can activate your cyber self-defense toolkit. And let me let me let me start with fishing because you know whether you are sifting through your inbox or your phone messages or you're going through social media. You know, we we may have the usual suspects, right? You have newsletters, you have work memos, a note from an old friend. And then it sits an email or message that seems legitimate at first. It's addressed in a familiar logo. Maybe it's your bank or a service that you use. And the language is urgent, yet professional. The hook is set. It prompts you to act immediately. Right? You've seen some of those? We all have. I mean, I get them all the time. And it's usually related to rectifying a problem with your account or to claim a reward or, or a, a coupon, a gift card. I mean, this is where you put your intentional headset or mindset or hat, however you want to call it, on. And you use these tools, these actions that I'm going to share with you so you can spot these imposters, just these cyber monsters that are trying to deceive you. So what are you going to do first? First, you're going to look at the message. And you are going to ask yourself, is that email address a bit off? That's the text message number. Look like it was jumbled together by a cat walking on a keyboard. That's clue number one. Because hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters might be clever, but they often slip up on the details because think about this they are sending this to so many people and they are crafting these messages yes some of them are very organized some of them are gonna do this in a in a way that is very hard to identify but that's okay because you're gonna have your instincts and you're gonna have this toolkit to to Prepare for those. But the majority of, of scammers and cyber monsters, you know, they, they, they are not paying attention. They are just, you know, putting, putting things out there and waiting for that easy prey or easy, you know, low-hanging fruit to click on it. So I want you to ask you next, what about urgency? If someone is screaming in all caps about an offer expiring in the next five minutes? Or is it a prince from a land you have never heard that needs your help? 
that's a red flag waving at you. Come on. That's like, hey, I'm a scam, I'm a scam, I'm a scam. So what are you going to do? You're going to think twice. And of course, links, you know, they are trapdoors. And when you get a link, you're going to hover over that link with your mouse. You're not going to click on it. And of course, if that link does not match the, you know, alleged sender real website, definitely it's a trap. Remember that you are what you click. Now, even if there is not a link in the message, it could be a phishing email. This is being used lately. So they just put a phone number because, you know, we're so trained now. Don't click. Watch out for the link. Watch out for the link. That, of course, they, they are learning and, and they are inclined now to put less links in that first email so they can establish a connection with you and build a trust. And that's when they send you the link or that send you something, a file or something for you to click on. So keep this in mind too and share it with you have parents, if you have a mom or a dad that is using computers and, and they are they have phones. I mean, just share with them, educate them so they don't become easy prey either. Okay? Now, this one, the next one is so interesting because sometimes offers can make you feel like you just won the lottery, isn't it? Well, unless you actually bought a ticket, it's best to assume that it's, if it's too good to be true, it's a scam artist at work. It's a cyber monster doing the work. I know you know this already because you're here, because you're listening to this podcast, because you are consuming all my content. You read my blog post, you get my newsletter, you go to social media, you are engaged. And thank you for that. We are so grateful for you and definitely proud of you. Now, what's next, Sandra? You're going to look for branding inconsistencies because Fisher often sleep up using outdated logos or the formatting doesn't match the company brand guidelines. So look for those inconsistencies and how the company usually present themselves. The next one is spelling and grammar, because sometimes, I, you know, people, people tell me, like, I'm wondering if a third grader is hijacking my bank account because the email is just written in a very poor way. Chances are it's a phishing attempt. But I want to tell you, with AI, artificial intelligence, all of this is changing and spelling and grammar aren't so much of an issue anymore because bots are super smart. They can, you know, they can correct and they can craft an email or a message that doesn't have these errors and they can mimic your friend's typing style or your interests. So you're going to double check those messages, especially if they feel slightly off. And with AI, we're going to consider deep fakes, meaning videos or audio clicks that look like or sound like real deal, a real deal. 
like in one minute you are watching a video from your boss and a friend and in the next you're transferring funds to a cyber monster a scammer of course not you <laughs> but again you know it could happen and, and listen i want to say this I, I cannot emphasize this more trust your instincts because if something feels off your inner cyber is an incredible tool that you need to continue activating cultivating and improving and i can share with you amazing ways that you can do that and you know i'm excited because I'm going to share with you in, in our next episodes a way where you can activate that inner cyber in a way that is never done before. But for now, one habit that I always have is that I visit the company website directly instead of you know going through a through a message or clicking on a link, or I go through official channels. So that's always going to be. A great way for you because in the world of cyber self-defense, your attention to detail is your shield. Let me repeat that for you. In the world of cyber self-defense, your attention to detail is your shield. By examining emails with a critical eye and fostering a healthy skepticism, you can navigate through your digital life with the confidence of one who can spot these charming yet harmful deceits. So I want you to keep these tips bookmarked in your mind. And remember, when in doubt, live it out. Your cyber safety is worth that second look. It's worth that pause. It's worth slowing down. And guess what? You're already taking that first step. Awareness. Because being here, listening, learning, that is half of the battle won. So when that suspicion logging happens, instead of freezing, you will act with confidence, knowing exactly how to put up your digital shields. Hi, following me? Are you still with me here? Fantastic. Now, you might be wondering, Sandra, can it really be that simple? Yes, it can. The corner store, <laughs> the corners, I'm like, I'm like my thumb got, the cornerstone, the cornerstone of cyber safety is not complexity, it's habit. It is habit. And there are daily habits that can make a monumental difference. Like scrutinizing emails before clicking any links or keeping your devices updated. Think of them as like Digital vitamins that we take, <laughs> you tech your health, you keep your thick <laughs> healthy in a tip-top shape, like, you know, imagine that. Now, you know that old saying that an apple a day can keep the doctor away? Listen, I dare to say that one action a day 
can keep the cyber monsters away. And if you are a parent, a teacher, or a business owner out there, remember that these habits, habits can not only protect you, but it can also be taught to the young members or members of your family or, or, or people you interact with. It could be for your employees in your care. Because cyber safety is a family affair. It's like we all play a role. We all do that. And the more we share and the more we communicate and the more we establish cyber safety conversation, the better, the more normal, the more second nature it will become. Now, let's talk about cyber anxiety because I hear this term often. And it's not inevitable. This is where I like to merge the concepts of mindfulness with cyber safety or cybersecurity practices. Because imagine managing your cyber health with the same calm, with the same routine as you do your morning meditation or you take your cup of tea. Like, think about that. And let me ask you, have you even considered ever that taking deep breath or stepping back while interacting with technology can be helpful? Imagine that. Imagine that when you do this, that you can have the clarity to identify threats and be present because it can enhance your focus and intuition in the digital environment you face. I get this all the time. My clients, my even my friends, my family always like, is this, I saw this scam. Look at this. I'm not going to click on it. And I see this and I see that. And this person, blah, blah. And, and it's the more you are aware, the more you are intentional, the more you are mindful, the more you'll see these. Everywhere. It's like, you know, when, when you like, when you want to buy um, a red, you know, a, a, an SUV, a particular brand SUV, I just remember I'm in the highway and I see that SUV or that car that I want everywhere. Or I see the color. If I want a red color, I see all red cars. <laughs> That's exactly the same. So when you start training yourself, Stepping back and interacting with technology in a mindful way, you're going to see amazing things that are already happening to you. And you're going to see, and you're going to email me and you're going to message me and you're going to leave a comment in our podcast because the next phishing email that I want you to see, or the next <laughs> phishing email that you see, or text message that you know it's fake, or a person trying to connect with you in social media. I want you to go and share it with me. Tell me that's happening. The more you share, the more it will become second nature to you. So you're not telling me that so I can feel better, which I would love it to hear it, but I want you to do that because it's a practice for you. When you do this, this is for you. It's like a muscle that you are building. It's like a you know, the more you do one thing, the more you get better at it. So that's exactly what I want you to do right now. And, you know, I, I get a lot of questions and I love that. 
answering your questions. I, I heard many, 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 many of you, you know, that there was a message the other day from a mom and she's a mom and a business owner and she's not technical at all. She's like, I'm not a techie, <laughs> but she is fearful about protecting fearless. <laughs> and, and she's like, I don't know, so passionate about protecting her family and her business. And Kathy, this is for you. Yes, you can master this. And no, it won't take all of your time or energy. And absolutely, the peace of mind you will gain is worth every step. Trust me, you will love it. Now, do you have a question? Because we want to hear from you too. Leave us a comment in social media or a way to protect and like this podcast because your comments are so appreciated all the time. Now, as we are getting closer to the end, I just want you to remember this. Cyber self-defense is less about the threat and more about your power. It is a journey. And like all journeys, it begins with a single step, your willingness to be mindful, informed, and proactive. So thanks for tuning into Cyber Mindful and stay curious, stay vigilant, and above all, stay cyber mindful. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for you today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tag me in social media at way to protect Again, it's way number two, protect And let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you. And if you like to know more about me, check out my resources at my website, sandraesto.com. And remember, be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now.